The Spiral Staircase The spiral is formed by an ellipsis of such elegant geometry that it permits only movement. On its wooden steps, worn to shallow basins, and within its rising banister, inertia is impossible. At certain points, the staircase spins off landings. At other points, rooms. 1. Nautilus The young woman dreams always of chambers that lead to other chambers. Each chamber has several doors, and each door leads to another chamber with more doors. Sometimes she can see through one chamber into the next and the next with complete disregard for the walls, as though she were looking down a corridor of infinity in a mirror's reflection of itself. In the dreams, she knows that each room has a purpose, an obvious purpose, and yet she has no idea what it is. Each room differs from the others in only one aspect. The orientation might have shifted, the walls might be marked, or the light might fall at a different angle. Otherwise, they are identical. She wanders from room to room, trying again and again to understand what makes one room completely different from another while remaining exactly the same. The monotony of endless differentiation exhausts her eyes and makes her dizzy. Her very consciousness vaporizes and her blood turns white. In the dreams, the fact that she ought to know the purpose of each room and the fact that she doesn't know weighs on her. Each chamber seems the antechamber to the next. Each room leads her on, hinting always at the knowledge just within reach if she were only to go a little further. Each time, she is filled with great expectation. Each time, she is met with disappointment. Gradually, the torment grows to such a feverish pitch that she wakes up. Sometimes, she doesn't enter the room. They don't have doors. They just lead into each other without opening or closing. Sometimes, it is merely the knowledge of their existence beyond the wall going on forever and ever, having everything and nothing to do with each other that oppresses her. Sometimes, she hears voices from another room. She thinks she does. She cannot tell. The sound is so faint, it teases her ear. Sometimes, it is a faint knocking, as though someone very far away were trying to get in or out. Other times, she thinks she hears footsteps, or laughter, or crying. She cannot discern. She strains so hard to hear that her ears fill with silence. She wants to stop wanting to know. But even as she is promising herself that she will stop, she finds herself looking one last time, and then another last time. Once, she entered a chamber and felt quite distinctly that someone had just left. She quickly tried to follow. She caught a glimpse of a person just slipping into the chamber beyond. It was just a flicker, a flash of white, a hand disappearing from the doorframe. But in the next room, she found only the presence of departure. And in the next, a trace of absence. 2. Carousel the horizon ascends to eclipse the sun. Darkness descends, sucking up lengthened shadows as it goes, robbing objects of their substance. Molecules seethe, fierce and casual, as rising steam before our very eyes. We pay no mind. Everything passes as nothing at a moment's notice. And across the way, through a window, a light goes on. An old man passes in and out of sight, 
Something other than time has worn his face gray. The light goes out. Voices from another room rise. A child is crying. A door is slammed. Feet clatter on the stairs, all unseen. The old man shuffles from room to room, stopping here and there, as if intention had escaped him, and he is waiting for it to return. He isn't searching. He knows what he will find. Something stronger than gravity pulls him down. Something fragile about the shoulders. Something beautiful about the mouth. In his hands, once stiff with muscle, now hammocks of skin between bones, he carries something, gently. Someone is dancing to the radio. Different voices mingle in different rooms, separate conversations spawning unknown resonations, each room another setting for another scene in a different play, rooms stacked on top of each other going on and on indefinitely. How is it that we live what we can never apprehend? And still, across the way, a light goes on. The old man passes in and out of sight. In his hands, a picture which he moves from wall to wall. Now here, now there, light goes out. Three, the landing. He jumps into the car, turns it on, and starts. Then he jumps into the car, turns it on, and starts. Then he... Four, paradise. The room is almost dark, and in the darkness, bare wood floors glow gently as bones do. Windows line a wide expanse of floor. Gray light sifts through the windows and renders the meeting of wall to floor vague. The room is empty. A very old woman sits in the center. Nothing in the room but the old woman. A large oval box sits on her lap, the woman in the box. Behind her, a picture frame hangs on the wall with nothing in it, the woman, the box, and the empty frame. She has had the box all her life. It belonged to her mother, and before that, her mother's mother, and so on for generations. It is dear to her. No one knows what's in it, the box. No one has ever looked inside, nothing in the box. It feels empty. It could be empty for all she knows, but she doesn't look. What does she know? She wants to know, but she never looks. She sits, face raised upon the half-light, stroking the box, while threads as delicate as nothing fall across her face, binding even as they break. Chapter 2 